Hello, Bear Nation. My name is Gary Justice, and I'll be your host of the U-Pike Men's Basketball Podcast, season number two, episode number one. Tonight, we talk to the head coach, Todd Compton. He gives us a season preview. They've already played three games, 3-0 and on the season. He talks about his roster, the returners, and the newcomers, and he previews the upcoming Mid-South Conference games against Campbellsville and Georgetown. So stay tuned. It's a great episode. Coach Compton, welcome to the U-Pike Men's Basketball Podcast. Thanks for having me, Gary. I appreciate it. I appreciate your time, and this is our episode one of season two under Ty Compton at the U-Pike Men's Basketball. Yeah, man, we're excited. We're uh, we're three games in and uh, getting ready to start up conference play, and and uh, couldn't be more excited to to finally be back in the swing of things and and get the season off and running. Well, coach, we'll definitely jump into the mid south portion of the schedule here pretty soon. But I know last year, year one, um, global pandemic, year two have a little bit more more normalcy. Compare the two for us, coach. Year one and then year two. Yeah, you know, it's it's been a lot different. Um, I think a, a lot of the difference is just in, in our approach and, and knowing what we know now about uh, maybe how we need to approach our preparation for a season with uh, potential interruption, the, the way that the COVID-19 caused interruption last year. And, um, you know, I, I think the biggest difference was what led up to the season, what led up to the school year. You know, last year there was just so much uncertainty and, uh, you know, so much struggle and just – how we were going to recruit, you know, how many games we would get to play, what would be the protocols in place on campus. And, and I think we all came back this year with a little more clarity in that regard. And, uh, you know, so far we've we've been, uh, you know, fairly uninterrupted. So, you know, it's tough to complain. But at the same time, you know, you always had that thought in the back of your head that you're only, you know, one phone call away from, from maybe, uh, you know, losing a player or two or, or having to cancel a game or a trip. So, you know, it, it still plays a part in the back of your mind and, and some of, of the uncertainty of that. But, um, you know, this year has been much, much more smooth than what last year was. Well, Coach, I know year one was challenging again due to the COVID and, again, not knowing protocols, a lot of unknowns at this time last year. But what are some of the things that you've taken away that maybe you, you've learned a different way of doing something last year that you may continue into the future? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is just, uh, you know, as coaches, it's really easy for us to become kind of set in our ways and, uh, you know, doing things the way that things have always been done and, and doing things exactly the way that we've always seen success follow. And, uh, you know, I think if, if anything last year taught us that, you know, the teams that are going to be the most successful are the teams that are able to adapt on the fly and, and uh, just kind of make the most out of whatever the situation is. And, you know, injuries used to be a huge thing and, and was – kind of the one major thing that could derail a team's success in a certain season. And uh, injuries still certainly exist. But, you know, I think with something that uh, came along like COVID-19 to, to also, you know, disrupt seasons and, and throw wrenches into plans, I think it, it taught coaches that there's just a lot of things outside of your control that, uh, you know, you can't spend a lot of time worrying about. You can't spend a lot of time dwelling on. If you're going to be successful, you've got to be adaptable. And uh, you've just got to kind of play the hand that you're dealt and, and make the most of the situation and, and uh, go with the guys that you've got. And, and I think the guys and the coaches that have 
uh, embrace that the most are the coaches that uh, have been able to find the most success during this time. Well, Coach, you mentioned it earlier in your opening there, off to a 3-0 and start. So on October the 30th, you guys picked up a 91-55 victory over Virginia University of Lynchburg. Come back on November the 2nd and picked up a 110-41 victory over Simmons College. And then uh, also you picked up on November the 12th, you picked up a 142-56 to victory over Appalachian Bible College and also mixed in an exhibition game with Marshall University. So we're off to a 3-0 start. What's been some of the keys to a, such a fast start for the Bears this year? Yeah, you know, I think, you know, in our early non-conference contests, um, it, it's been mostly about uh, not whether we were going to win those games or lose those games, but how we performed and, and the habits that we were able to create and uh, bad habits that we were able to eliminate. So we've made it more about us and, and our performance and, and doing the things that we want to do uh, since the results have not necessarily been uh, in question in those games. So wh- the biggest thing for us, the biggest positive for us, our non-conference schedule has given us so far is it's given us an opportunity to look at a lot of guys. It's given us an opportunity to have uh, a lot of confidence built with guys that uh, are new to the program and, and even some of the returners with some of the newer things that we're doing. So uh, it's given guys mm-hmm. confidence. It's given guys repetition in game. Uh, it's given guys the ability to get out there and actually uh, you know, work on the timing, work on the spacing, work on the execution of some of the things that we're working on uh, without the, the stress of, of necessarily having to worry about whether we we're going to win or lose the game. We felt confident going into those non-conference games that we were going to be able to win those that uh, we just had to lock in and, and be us and do us and do the things that we practice. And and uh, we knew things would turn out well. So uh, even the Marshall contest, you know, the exhibition, we you know, we're up three with a minute and a half to go before halftime, ended up being down three at the half. Uh, you know, I thought we did a lot of really good things in that exhibition against a, a high-caliber uh, Conference USA opponent. So um, 17 offensive rebounds, only eight turnovers. Uh, we struggled to put the ball in the basket in that game. But, again, I thought we competed really well. We played, you know, probably 25 to 28 really, really good minutes. And and uh, for 10 or 12, kind of let it get out of hand a little bit. And in a game like that, that's all it takes. But overall, very pleased with, with what we've been able to build and develop over our non-conference schedule so far. Well, Coach, you've returned a very talented roster. A lot of guys, returners, very talented group coming back. But then also you brought in a very talented class as well, too. So talk a little bit about the, the returners and the new class as well. Yeah, you know, we've got five guys back, and, and those guys have really stepped into leadership roles for us. They've, um, you know, shown the new guys the way in terms of just kind of what expectation looks like and kind of what some of the game day expectations might be. And, um, you know, I, I think they've really done a great job of setting the tone in our, our weight room sessions, setting the tone in our practice, practice sessions, um, setting the tone in our warm-up, setting the tone – uh, with our, our behavior on campus in our locker room. And, and they've done a great job of just leading by example. And, uh, you know, on the floor, they, they've found success. I think the, the five returners are much more confident at this point in the season than they were last year. Uh, part and due because this is their second time through, but also because we've had much more of a, a preseason and non-conference schedule in order for them to be able to uh, gain some of that confidence that maybe they didn't have the opportunity to do last year when they were new into the program. So, uh, the newcomers have, have all uh, adapted well. You know, we, we've thrown a lot at them in the first few months of the season. Um, you know, we put a lot of responsibility on them. We're playing uh, our entire roster so far up to this point uh, in our non-conference contest. So uh, they've had a lot of responsibility, a lot of expectation placed on their shoulder. And 
and the biggest thing that we ask of them is just to come in and play hard uh, with big time energy and effort every day. And I think we get that out of, of all 12 guys every single day. Uh, it takes a few of them a little bit longer to figure things out in time in certain times and certain situations. But uh, up to this point, everyone's been very intentional about trying to figure it out, do it the way that we've asked them to do it. Uh, everyone that has figured it out has been very intentional with, with trying to help those that may be struggling a little bit. And uh, at the end of the day, I think it's made us a lot closer and, uh, you know, our guys have, have gelled together really well. So we, we love the group of, of returners and, and newcomers that we have. We think they've, they've uh, you know, addressed some of the needs that we needed to address in the off season, And uh, hopefully that leads to some success and more wins this season uh, in conference play and, and the rest of our non-conference schedule. Well, Coach, you know, we've talked a little bit about the midsway. You talked about the upcoming schedule. And, and now you, you've had the three – uh, pre the the non-conference games already and then scrimmage or the exhibition with Marshall. But now you're going to take a quick two-game jump into the Mid-South Conference portion of your schedule on uh, November the 18th. We're taking on Campbellsville University at the Appalachian Wireless Arena and then following up on November the 20th, taking on Georgetown, you know, the, the, uh, the, the big rival for the University of Pikeville, the 20th at the Appalachian Wireless Arena. So talk a little bit about that quick jump this early into the season to the Mid-South, playing teams like Campbellsville and Georgetown? Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I suppose it's it's required for us to be able to get the games in. And, and I, I'll be honest with you, I'm not a, not a huge fan of playing those conference games as early as we have to play them. But um, it is what it is. Like I said, you, you have to adapt and just kind of play the hand that you're dealt. And, uh, you know, it's not just hard on us. It's hard on everybody to have to step into that role. So um, one thing that's easy to forget as a coach is that, a lot of the issues and a lot of the struggles that you're having with your team every day, um, almost all those other coaches and teams are having those same struggles. So we're all on a very level playing field. Uh, I feel like, you know, most coaches would say that they would like a little bit more time, maybe another week or two before, before they had to jump into a conference schedule, but um, it's going to be tough. You know, Campbellsville and Georgetown uh, right off the bat two big time traditional powers in the mid South conference and nationally and two programs that have, been right there in the final four and, and have competed and, and at times won national championships. So uh, it, it's going to be a huge test for our guys. Again, that first Mid-South Conference uh, opportunity is, is always an experience for new guys in the program. Um, you know, they just, you know, it, it's hard to simulate on a daily basis what kind of competition they're going to face every single day in the Mid-South Conference. It's hard to, uh, you know, convince guys, newcomers sometimes of, just how physical the game is uh, in our league and how talented the players are in our league until they're able to kind of see for themselves. So uh, you always kind of hope that you come out in that first conference game and uh, can start out well, can play well, and and can learn some of those lessons through wins. So, uh, you know, that that's our goal. We, we've tried our best to uh, prepare those guys for, for the challenge that, that is ahead. And uh, I, think, I think our guys are ready. I think our guys are prepared. Uh, it's just going to be about whether we're able to to carry over the game plan and execute it on game day. Well, Coach, maybe if you don't mind, uh, touch on that because typically in the past, you know, a conference game started later. Usually, sometimes it's the second semester is January before we start playing non-conference games. Talk about the reason why the Mid South is playing conference games before Thanksgiving. Yeah, it, it's just it's due to the expansion of our league. We've got twelve teams in the league now. Years past, we've had you know, anywhere from eight to 12 teams. So, um, you know, with the expansion to 12 teams uh, last year, it created, uh, you know, 22 conference game situation opportunities. So, uh, you know, to, in order to get all of those in in a timely manner, 
you know, and also I guess, you know, in the back of everyone's mind, uh, there are some potential COVID cancellations mm-hmm. or uh, postponements mm-hmm. still possible. So I think, mm-hmm. you know, being able to start the games early, get, get three or four games in in the first semester, just alleviate some of that pressure to, to find enough time to get all of those games sandwiched into, uh, you know, a two- or three-month period after Christmas. So uh, it, it is needed with 12 teams in our league. It's, it, we have to play some of those games early. Um, it's just, you know, you never know, uh, you never know where each team is going to be uh, at that point of the season. You know, some teams are, will have more newcomers and, and may be at a bigger disadvantage, or some teams may have an early season injury or a, a injury that may have happened late last season that, uh, you know, maybe their, their, their best player won't be back until uh, the second semester of this season. So you just really never know what situations teams are, are facing here early in the season and first semester. And, uh, you know, you just got to hope that you can come through those first games and and uh, be the most unscathed of, of your opponents and and uh, come out with a win and and not have to fight some of those challenges that, that some teams may be facing earlier in the year. Well, Coach, now also you, you do have a very loaded non-conference schedule, and then also you talked about that 22-grind game grind going through the Mid-South Conference. What are going to be some of the keys this year for the Bears to have a successful season? Yeah, I think, you know, I think our biggest strength is probably our our, our numbers. You know, I, I think we, uh, you know, we have 12 guys on our roster that uh, all can contribute and up to this point all have contributed. And, and uh, you know, whether whether we have a, a 10, 11, 12-man rotation or not, I think that's left to be seen. But uh, I, I do think that we have, you know, 10, 11, 12 guys that are capable of impacting games and capable of, of going out and giving us decent minutes and in certain situations. So, you know, we talk all the time. One of our one of our mantras is kind of, you know, that uh, you know all of us are good, but all of us together can be overwhelming, and that's just kind of the approach that we take uh, in terms of of our offense and our defense. You know, we we want to share the ball. We want to be difficult to guard. Uh, we want to play we basketball versus me basketball. We want to we want to make sure that the ball's hopping and, and we're making the right plays and getting our best shot versus. Uh, just a good shot and getting the shot that's best for our team versus, you know, the shot that may be best for us individually. And and defensively, it's very much like that as well. You know, we're going to ask guys with, with our versatility on our roster, we're going to ask guys to to do a lot of different things, to play a lot of different defenses, to uh, play a lot of different positions, guard a lot of different kind of players. And and uh, we just got to be ready to step up to the challenge. And, you know, that, that I think last year going through a COVID year, for everyone at different levels, I think kind of uh, kind of helped us create that mantra this year just because, you know, everyone's in agreement that, you know, the, the days of just kind of being stuck in one certain way of doing things, playing one certain position, uh, you know, playing one certain defense, one certain ball screen coverage, like, you know, it's just going to be difficult to do things a certain way. You've got to be able to adapt. You've got to be able to do things a different way and, and uh, be as versatile as you possibly can and prepared for whatever uh, is thrown your way. So, uh, I think we've got a lot of guys that are prepared to do that, willing to do that, and uh, our numbers and our depth should should be uh, you know a strength for us the rest of the year. Well, coach, I know the games I've got to watch already. Uh, very excited to watch this team compete the Mid South Conference. Very talented team. The returners. It's always good to see those guys back on the court. Everybody seems healthy. Uh, the newcomers coming in as well too. A lot of athleticism. You've always talked about that positionless basketball, playing different positions, and man, we got some guys who can get who can play above the rim, which is exciting. Also, got some guys who can shoot that three point shot too. Very exciting team, coach. Yeah, we we really, you know, last year we we knew that offensively we had a really good year. Uh, defensively, 
uh, we didn't have a great year. We were, we were pretty bad, actually, defensively. And a lot of that was just attributed to, um, you know, our lack of size, our lack of length. You know, we, we just didn't have enough space eaters and enough uh, reach and, and enough activity on the glass and uh, ability to control the glass with, with the roster that we had. And uh, it wasn't for a lack of trying. Our guys went out, they gave everything they had every single night. Uh, we just we had some shortcomings physically. So we tried to approach that in this year's recruiting class and, you know, add a little bit of length, add a little bit of athleticism and, and overall size, uh, positional size, certainly, uh, to the point where, you know, maybe we can, uh, you know, be a little more active on the glass. Maybe we can take up a little more space in, in gaps in half-court defense. Maybe we can throw a zone out there and, and uh, you know, be a little chaotic with things just because of our length and ability to cover ground. So, um up to this point, obviously, uh, competition hasn't been uh, up to the par with Mid-South Conference competition, but up to this point, uh, you know, it's worked fairly well and it's worked the way that we thought it would work. So uh, we're anxious to see what it looks like once we get into Mid-South Conference play and, and the rest of our non-conference schedule. But, um, you know, the, the, the pace that we want to play at, uh, the style that we want to play, we want to make sure that we're putting guys out there that can, can all – do things with the ball we wanted to be able to dribble pass and shoot as much as they can and we wanted to add that length and athleticism without sacrificing a ton of our uh skill on the offensive end so um you know i think we did that i think we found some guys that were capable of of still having a big time offensive impact but also give us the defensive intensity and and intangibles that we needed and um you know just from a, a team perspective uh, you know, I think knowing that we don't rely on one certain person just to 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 guard the ball, one certain person to protect the rim, one certain person uh, to be our best off ball defender. You know, I think I think taking that overall team approach and and just all of us together can be overwhelming approach uh, has kind of lightened the load on some of those guys that last year may have have been required to, you know, do a, a lot on defense that maybe they just weren't capable of doing or weren't used to doing and and tended to wear those guys down a little bit late in games. So, uh, you know, hopefully we're able to stay fresh. We're able to utilize our depth and, uh, you know, this new group can can come in and, and execute some things defensively maybe that we didn't get done last year. Well, Coach, i got one final question for you. Um, it's about your staff. Are you return everybody on your staff from last year, correct? Uh, well, we lost uh, – we, we had a graduate assistant graduate – uh, Matt Geis has moved on, and we added a new graduate assistant, Dwayne Felder. Um, but, you know, my, my full-time assistants are back. Uh, one of our graduate assistants, Herb McGee, is back. And we also added a student assistant this year that is a freshman from uh, McGoffin County, Kentucky, Isaiah Salyer. So uh, Isaiah has helped us a ton and has been a great asset. So, um, you know, and, and we lost, you know, on game days he was in uniform, but behind the scenes uh, we lost David Lee, who, uh, you know, everybody here yep. around the program knows that, uh, you know, David and his impact on, on our program went well beyond wearing a uniform on game day. He was an essential part of our practices, an essential part of our travel party, and um, was a huge piece to what we did. So we, we, we do return the majority and, and the main core of our staff, but just with a couple new faces. Well, you talked about David. He ended up graduating and then moving on. I think he's at Georgetown University now, right, Coach? He is. He's a, he's a women's basketball graduate assistant at Georgetown University in, in Washington, D.C., yes, sir. Well, Coach, I tell you what, hopefully next week when we're talking, we're, we're 5-0 and and 2-0 and in the Mid-South Conference. I sure hope so. That's the plan. We'll, we're going to go out, and, and 
I know our guys are prepared. Our guys are ready for the challenge. Uh, we just hope that, that we're able to go out and, and represent UPike basketball and, and our entire UPike community uh, in the manner that we, we practice every day and give it our best and hopefully come out with a couple wins. Well, Coach, we appreciate your time. Wish you the best of luck. Thanks, Gary. I appreciate it. Appreciate you listening to the U Pike Men's Basketball Podcast. Special thanks goes out to the head coach, Todd Compton, for his appearance. As a reminder, folks, you can watch all the games this season on www.upikebears.com. Again, that's www.upikebears.com. Click the Watch Live button. Also, you're always invited to come up to the Appalachian Wireless Arena or the University of Pikeville Gymnasium to catch the Bears in action. This is Gary Justice signing off, and remember, it's always a great day to be a Bear.